This is Lorraine Lawson, Associate Editor with Bank Automation News. Recently, I spoke with Jacqueline White, the new president of the Americas for Temenos, which specializes in enterprise software for banks and financial services companies. We talked about automation trends in banking and how the pandemic changed the banking landscape. So interesting. I've, I've already ha- talked about this. I had this topic come up on twice on, on two previous calls with customers, and it really does seem to be... Um, uh, I guess I would say the hot topic, right? <laughs> the hot topic right now is is uh, y- you know as as Will said, right? It, it innovation turned into automation, and now of course automation. When we talk about automation, we're talking about artificial intelligence, and then what that means specifically around banking is you know a whole universe into itself. So what I'm primarily seeing is that, you know, customers have been thrust into this new normal during 2020, the global pandemic, basically was an accelerator for the digital journey. Wherever an organization was, whether they were large or small or anything in between on the spectrum, everybody was on some kind of digital journey. And what the pandemic did was accelerate that journey and simultaneously require um, organizations and individuals just to pause and think a little bit about um, not only where we are and where we're going, but what is the new normal going to look like when we get there? Now, we all know that that all banks of every size, shape, and form are have to be worried about their digital front, front end, right? It's all about a frictionless um, customer interaction. And of course, you know, that's not only, that's what customers are used to, it's what they're demanding now. And I think the answer to that is specifically comes down to, to AI and, uh, the, the, the automation that AI can bring into banking. Not only from a core perspective, but also, um, on, on the digital front end. So typically, um, you know, this is a topic, I think there's a lot of tire kicking right now. I think there's a lot of, um, of information gathering. Organizations are trying to get smart on what are the tools that are out there? What does this mean? And, um, and uh, you know, what does it, uh, what are the implications? Right. So I wondered if there was a difference between how digital banks approach automation versus traditional banks. Oh, I, I definitely think so. I, I, I think so. I mean, there's there there's commonalities, but I think that you know, digital banks are are thinking about their customer base differently. They are uh, you know thinking about their um, how to serve their customers differently. So, I definitely think that that they are. Um, you know that they're looking at the economic upheaval and the pressure that's come come about in the last last year, and you know the clientele that they often interact with and serve is really looking at something different, maybe than than customers of a traditional bank. Do you think there are lessons? You know what lessons they can learn? Oh, traditional banks can learn. Oh, I think there are lessons we can all learn. <laughs> you know, you know, consumers want. The consumers consistently want a service that's convenient, that's seamless, and that's personalized. 
And, you know, in a time when, it, when it's, there's an inability to meet face-to-face, that means that that human connection is more important than ever. And, you know, I consistently hear consumers talk about, you know, that they, you know, banking is personal. It, it's our, it's our assets. It's our homes. It's our money. It's, it's our, it is literally the currency of our lives. And there has to be some kind of personal connection and personal touch. Um, you know, even those who, who, you know, gravitate toward the very large, uh, mega institutions, they still want a personal touch. Right, and and they want somebody who understands what their needs are. So for banks, I think there's a huge opportunity to build new bonds of trust, and it also creates a fight for market share. Right, the winners will be agile enough to seize the moment and to really innovate quickly. And you know what we find is that banks are really scrambling for innovative solutions. Right, a lot of them are held back. You know, it's not about the technology, right? The bank shouldn't really necessarily be interested in the technology for technology's sake, and the customers certainly aren't, right? They just want things to work and to be fast, accurate, efficient, and to meet their needs. So banks, you know, are being held back by, you know, the the bonds of, of their legacy environments. We at Temenos like to call that kind of legacy spaghetti, right? It's multiple layers of aging technology and often there's only one person in an, in an organization who really knows how it all works right which is which can be a little bit uh frightening are there areas in banking that you think are lagging behind sort of the automation push or the innovation push hmm. that's a great question and it'd be hard to it'd be hard to answer that in a broad-based perspective i mean i i i think that's i i think that's why you are seeing so many so many so many organizations um modernizing pieces of their core banking um technology and you also see everybody across the board um, again as i mentioned at the beginning trying to figure out what their digital strategy is. What is that frictionless, very secure, but frictionless ease of use, front digital front end that is going to welcome the customer, make the customer feel secure, but also um, like they can easily access all of their uh, all of their information and their banking needs. Okay. And you mentioned, uh, they mentioned that you could talk about translating deposit growth into profitability. So, uh, how did banks do that? How are they surviving the pandemic? What are you seeing and what role does automation play in that? Yeah, I mean, banks are, banks are thriving because, um, you know, again, they've had to shift gears. They're having to engage and interact differently with the consumer and with their customers. And everybody's had to shift to a new normal. Um, you know, I've always said for a very long time that we've been transitioning over five, six plus years. Banks are, for many people, are no longer a brick and mortar place we go, but a thing we do. And that's never become more true than in the past year, right? So, um, so it's all about automation. It's all about ease of use. It's all about um, giving 
functionality and power and capability putting that into the hands of end users. And I think, you know, orchestrating all of the activities that any particular given user um, is going to need, that all comes down to automation. And we've talked a lot about automation, but you also talked about needing the personal touch. What are some of the best practices you've seen for maintaining a personal touch, even though things are pushing towards innovation and technology more? Mm -hmm. Well, there's so much with analytics. There's so much that we can understand about our, our consumer and our customers, even uh, even if it's not person to person, right? <clears throat> Automation, even bots, through analytics and the power of analytics, we can understand, um, you know, how long customers have, have lingered on a website. What is it that they're interested in? Um, you know, are they looking to refinance? Are they looking to find a new mortgage? So we really can personalize even without uh, a personal touch to make customers feel like they're really known by the organization. I see. Uh, anything else I should have asked about? What, what do you think we'll be talking about a year from now? Let me ask that question first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'll be talking about the um, the huge accelerated growth that has happened as we emerge out of this global pandemic. I think that there's going to be an economic boom. Um, I think that, that there'll be um, inc increased uh, spending and lending, and uh, I think banks are going to be in a very, very positive way running to catch up with, um, with, the, with the very, um, a very healthy, uh, rapidly growing economy. You know, for, for us at Temenos, we're really proud. I just joined Temenos in January. I come from, um, a, you know, a deep, deep background in financial services. <clears throat> and um, for me, when I look at the offering that that Temenos has <clears throat> from a technology perspective, and again, technology is an enabler, right? It's not technology for technology's sake that's important or interesting. It's <clears throat> that... At Temenos, we feel like our core banking offering, Transact T24, and our Infinity digital front end, those solutions, um, those solutions are business enabled technology. We call it technology-driven business enablers, right? It allows the bank to for focus on their core competencies and to service their customers. I think the other thing that's really interesting is that the financial services landscape is really changing, right, with neobanks entering the field. So last year there was exactly one um, challenger bank that was granted a charter in the U.S. That was Varro Bank. They made history by becoming the first fintech to gain a national banking charter. And we're seeing bank um, and non-bank mergers like Lending Club and Radius Bank and uh, um, you know, other organizations like that come together. Banks are experimenting with digital parallel banks like Marcus and Goldman Sachs or EQ Bank and Equital Bank in Canada. So the, the, the shift to digital is once in a generation opportunity for growth. That's what that's really what it represents. Um, and you know, Timnos, we are becoming the de facto technology provider for digital banks across the globe that want to innovate rapidly, and we're very, very proud of that. 
You've been listening to The Buzz, a Bank Automation News podcast. Thank you for your time, and be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com for more automation news. You can also follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Please don't hesitate to rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice.